1: Yeah.
2: Good
0: morning, Indianapolis!
1: Yeah, there we go. A little (laughs) bit of Robin Williams there. Wasn't that a good movie? Good morning, Uh, Vietnam. Oh,
0: Yes. It hits Oscar Posker Sunday. Oh, Lordy. Oscar Sunday. Uh, No more red carpet. It's champagne. They've changed it, they've gotten rid of the red carpet.
1: So will it be like. Champagne is like a yellowish. Yeah, kind of that.
0: Kind of that champagne. Did it give a reason for that? Just they probably brought in a 25 year old that decided it was the red
1: carpet. <laughs> oh, all right, all
0: right.
2: I like my red
0: carpet. Calm down now.
1: I'm not talking to you when you said 45 was old this morning. I'm not sure I'm talking to you, Kylan. Uh.
0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. This is a show called The First Day Sunday Magazine Show. I'm Terry Stacy. Denny's here. Good Denny morning, Smith. How are you? We're doing okay. Kylan, Kylan Talley producing. Good morning.
1: <laughs> she's so sweet she really oh, and is and that's she who fine. she
0: really is it that's the really neat is. part about
1: Kai that's a,
0: she's a tough little thing uh. Uh, we're glad you're here with us today and um, I'm all discombobulated because of the time change I, it just does this to me it does it discombobulates me it's really in my brain it's 9.07 but it's not because well, the, time change
1: the dog uh, yeah, didn't understand why she couldn't sleep an extra hour. She wasn't ready to go to the bathroom. No, you know, and no. you, you woke up out of a dead sleep and say, "What's the alarm going off for?" It's
0: just, I'll tell you, I have a um, Kylan. Did you want to say something, Parker and I, Parker Carlson, the
2: anchor. Oh, you anchor. guys are married. We, excuse me, <laughs> what? No, we were talking about our paranoia of daylight savings time and how we're going to sleep in that hour and the phone isn't going to change over and something's going to happen and the alarm's not going to go off yeah. and then we miss
0: everything you got to be that happened
1: on sunday morning dick Crum, uh, pat sullivan and i were doing the show and dan mcgowan was our producer he was the only one who had ever gone through daylight saving time and it was the first time he overslept and he didn't he came in an hour late and we looked at him and said Danny you've been we've been doing this by ourselves for now and he goes oh my gosh he goes I've lived in Cincinnati my whole life you know but
0: it's a terrible feeling it It is is really a terrible feeling Uh, but we have sprung forward and um, as you mentioned Danny I don't the pets don't like it I always wonder about the farmers because when I was growing up you know cows wanted to be milked at exactly a certain time and I wondered if it affects cows I don't know. I mean, I was just thinking about it about farmers and their life because we did an, this for the farmers. Animals didn't don't we?
1: have watches or clocks. I no. mean, they they they're are a, wondering where we are. Yeah, why are yeah, we yeah, coming yeah. in early to do um, the milking?
0: And- you know, if we if we if we don't do this anymore because this has been the talk that maybe we won't do this anymore. I hope. I hope too. But was it you that said, or let's all just go on? But when we do it, we all want to be on Central Time, right? Um, Which is. It's right the luck now. of the
1: longitude
0: no wait no
1: no we we're always on eastern time,
0: right, we're always on eastern time,
1: so we but would wait. actually be one hour into the Atlantic based on where we are right now,
0: okay, well, anyway <laughs> i, I like it better we're the an other hour way. early,
1: I know <laughs> this is so confusing
0: I, I do, and um.
1: You know the way to get over that is you have two different clocks, one on what used to be time and one on the new time, and so you can sort of get.
0: Gosh, there. I don't know. It's It'll darker
1: be... in the morning and lighter in the right. evening. But
0: there really is something called a biological clock shock. And oh my gosh! Heart yes. attacks spiking—that's what they say. Heart attacks spike the day today and tomorrow, and oh. even into Tuesday. Um, and what else happens? Aren't something you the a blue Crashes. We hear crashes happen more. When we switch over the clock. I don't know if all of that is true, but somebody said it happened and I believe it. Uh, all right. So today is also Selection Sunday. Just in case you're wondering, Selection Sunday, uh, there oh, I used not in the Big Ten Championship. No, stop, let's not talk about it. But Purdue is.
1: <laughs> Purdue <laughs> is. Yay! And but Purdue play, Purdue played Kylan. well. <laughs> Kylan, that was sort of cynical.
0: It really was. <laughs> my 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 dad. Is such a hardcore IU fan, always has been. So, so is my husband. But they've started to watch a lot more Purdue and become more of a Purdue fan in the last couple of years. But it's kind of nice to see that they've both now have a heart for both teams, the, both of our Indiana teams. The Purdue game that
2: I went to in person, that one, it was a really good game to watch in the crowd,
0: the fan section. Right, the fun. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Hey, Purdue band, Purdue marching band is going to be going to Dublin for the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, I love right? that! Is right? was it St. Patrick's Day parade? Right. And you stuff? know,
1: Purdue. There is no music department. It is all volunteer. It is all extracurricular, and it's it's just one heck of a group. But that Purdue yeah. band is is. A oh good
0: my thing. gosh! Uh, you know, every year at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway at the Indy 500, you know, to see them come in in their buses and then take to the track, and. They are just phenomenal. Some One of my favorite pictures, and you all should do this during the month of May, you go to one of the Purdue's helmets, you know, that, that they wear on the band, they wear the helmets, those cool helmets, and you can get the best reflection of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in those helmets and get the coolest pictures.
1: Wow. Award
0: winning. Uh, really cool, of the pagoda mm. and the, the stands. And so just look for one of the helmets and start taking pictures of their helmets and you'll get the coolest pictures. I got my tickets. Reflection. Yesterday
1: in the mail, my oh, 500 Oh, did you get tickets. the blue? The you know, blue and I got to give the Indianapolis Motor Speedway credit. Their social media, what they're doing on Instagram and, and yeah. with social media, and I don't know whether it's Doug Bowles or who the team is, but it's phenomenal. They it are really phenomenal. making it fun again. I know.
0: They really are. It is so fun, and I I start to get really anxious right now about the month of May, because it really is literally, it's right around the corner, and I uh, cannot wait. Um, let's see. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, it is Selection Sunday. We mentioned that. We're going to talk about gambling in the next hour. And uh, I think it's just interesting. We'll t- we're going to talk a little bit about gambling and how much money is spent during the month of, of uh, Are you a gambler? March Madness. Do you
1: do any I, of that? I, I'm,
0: I'm a loser. I'm always a loser. So I, if I do gamble, you know, we do the office pools. I'll do those. But I, I never i am not. A winner when I, I listen, just lose
1: money. I listen to hammer talk about all these bets I watch I him on TV and, and I it overwhelms me and for me I work so hard to make a buck to do it like that it's it's barely entertainment it's a tax on yeah. stupidity and I don't want to do that no I, I mean, I, I'm a quick I'm learner on how to lose money
0: I'm, I'm can teach you about how much I'm lose when I gamble I don't. I don't bet a lot. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about that too. Coming up in the next hour, Denny's got a great conversation with a heart doctor. Right?
1: Um, she's a, an in internal medicine board certified physician and we were talking you you tipped me off to these sweeteners yeah i started doing the research on the sweeteners and i always remember dick crumb saying you know use the little pink packets that that's a good ant killer and i'm thinking and we're using this for (laughs) for sweetening our tea so so anyway i talked to somebody who really knew dr angela debord hendrickson she really knows her stuff
0: We'll learn about that in the next hour, too. I used to drink. Mom and Dad used to have a bottle of saccharin that was in a liquid saccharin <laughs> that was in a bottle. Yes, I Do remember, you, remember? It. you sort of shake the drops And it was in the back in. of the refrigerator, and I would just drink it. I would just drink it because it was just sweet and Boy, that explains I couldn't a get lot, enough Terry. of it. Well, you know what? I also sucked on pennies and that's weird too. Uh, it's ten fourteen coming up. Kylan Tally has a conversation. What are You're you looking so at me? You're so weird, Terry. And I <laughs> She's love you not for weird. It. She... I love you for she's it.
1: She's not weird. She's interesting. See? You
2: needed some type of nutrients and I'm happy you I got did. it from pennies. If so you were too. Baptist,
1: you would say <laughs> bless her heart. <laughs> oh,
2: bless your heart, sweetheart. Alright, coming up, we do have Academy Awards tonight yep. and I got to watch some of the Oscar nominated movies before they even hit some of the other theaters because of the Heartland Film Festival. Yeah. So who better to talk to than Heartland Film about some of those Oscar nominated films that you'll see cool. being awarded
0: tonight. We'll do that coming up next as we continue here on the first day on 93 WIBC.
2: nominated songs this is a life from everything everywhere all at once this is pretty
0: it is pretty it is pretty it's perfect 33 degrees we have uh, a little dusting of snow on um, what was it danny did you say it was f- four a, inches but you see if we have four it inches? was
1: just under an inch but it was so beautiful driving so in today. pretty Nothing on the roads, but absolutely every twig uh, out there in the country has got a little bit of a cover to it, so and it's, it's very, very pretty.
0: It very, it's it is, and it's thirty-three degrees. It's going to get a little warmer today, so probably most of this will go away. But uh, anyway, this may be our. This last This is
1: snow. probably my fault. I took down the snow stakes last week. Oh. I left four up, but that's you don't it. really need them. I, I was
0: happy for the snow. Mm -hmm. It's just pretty. It's just a pretty for a Sunday morning, but do be careful out there. We also have some lane closures and some uh, uh, work done on on the south side, and we will make sure you have all that information. Just for today, just for one more time uh, here through this weekend, though it's been challenging for sure. Uh, It is 1021, and Kylan has a special guest. Mm -hmm.
2: The 95th Academy Awards is tonight, which means you're going to see a lot of the Oscar nominations, and who then takes the award we have heartland film senior programmer julia ritchie here to join us to talk about some of those julia thanks for joining us today
3: thanks kyle i'm excited to be here
2: we're excited to have you on a night like tonight with the academy awards what are some movies that we should be watching out for with all of the different nominations that there are
3: yeah, there's some so there are three films with really strong um indiana ties this year which is very exciting and they've all played at our festivals whether that was Indie Shorts or Heartland Film Festival in October. So mm-hmm. uh, the first one is The Whale starring Brendan Fraser. Um he was actually born in Indianapolis, believe it or not. So that's nominated for A handful of awards, he's nominated for Best Actor. Hong Chao is nominated for Supporting Actress. We had Brendan here back in 2019 at our festival to do a 20th anniversary screening of The Mummy, Brendan was here in person. The crowd reaction was electric. You could tell at that moment, like, he still had a rabid fan base. And this is, you know, before he kind of made his, you know, so-called comeback. But he's always been around. So it's it was really cool to see that and to see we showed it at our closing night this past fall, sold out crowd, showed The Whale. It was great. So we're really excited that he's getting nominated. And I think he's, he's one of the front runners to win Best Actor. So we'll see. And then the second movie is Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is nominated for the most Oscars this year, including Best Picture. But the Indiana connection with that film is the band Sun Lux is nominated for Best Song and Best Score. And the band's founder, Ryan Lott, is an IU alumni. No kidding. Yeah, so that's a really cool Indiana connection. We showed it. We showed it last year to a sold-out crowd, 500 people. We just showed it again at our Best of Fest down in Franklin it's a really fun, unique movie, and we're, I'm excited to see it You know, potentially win a bunch of Oscars. And finally, the third Indiana Connection film that is nominated for the Oscars is Stranger at the Gate, which is nominated for Best Documentary Short. It was actually filmed in Muncie. It's a Muncie, Indiana story of hope and healing and community. Um, it's about a former Marine with PTSD who planned to attack the Muncie Islamic Center until he had un- had an unexpected encounter with kindness. It's a really beautiful story of hope, healing, and community. It was filmed in Indiana, in Muncie. It won our the Oscar qualifying documentary short at Indie Shorts this past summer. So it basically, it got its ticket punch to essentially be considered for nominations for the Oscars. So qualifying at an Indiana festival, Indiana film, now on its way to the Oscars. And Malala uh, just signed on as the executive producer. So it's really gained a lot of traction. You can watch Mm -hmm. the film online if you just search Stranger at the Gate. Um, It's available to watch on YouTube and The New Yorker's website. It's an amazing story.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great movie. Terry and I both, we've talked to the director and the executive producer, as you mentioned, and it is a great story and well worth the watch, just to see the community and how much we care. (laughs) Especially being a Hoosier. There were some other films that were featured during the Heartland Film Festival that are now on their way to also be Oscar nominated. Can you talk on some of those, even though they aren't specifically Indiana connections?
3: Yeah, so we're really, um, at our festivals, we're really proud to have connections with some of the major studios. So we get to show sneak previews. Of a lot of these big awards contenders, by because our festival is in the fall, that's usually when these big award contending movies tend to get released. When you come to the Heartland Film Festival, you get a chance to see some of these contenders early. And For example, like Best International Feature Film nominee Close played at our festival, After Sun, which is nominated for Best Actor, played as well, and then, you know, Documentary Feature nominee House Made of Splinters. Women Talking, which is nominated for several awards, Banshees and a Sharon. So it's really great to have those connections, opportunities to bring these films to Indiana audiences before uh, most people mm-hmm. get to see them and then see them go on to get nominated for Oscars. You have the 12 films that played at our festivals and that we honored the past year. Those films have racked up a total of 39 nominations, which is incredible.
2: I think Heartland's found a really good balance between supporting independent films and getting them recognized and even Oscar nominated like The Stranger at the Gate, but then also giving sneak peeks to those major studio films that you then see go on to also be in the Oscars. And it's really inspiring to see, especially with it being right here in Indiana. Julia, Heartland Film just moved locations. How are you feeling in your new home so far?
3: Yeah, we really love it. We're at the uh, we're at uh, Fort Ben uh, Arts Campus. Uh, at the spirit center and uh, we're in this really beautiful historic building on the former military base that used to be the the leisure center for the enlisted people and so yeah it's a great new space and we have actually room for some event space we have a Mm -hmm. we have a room that can fit 300 people and we can put a screen in there and then we also have theater at the fort which is its own freestanding theater right next door so we have a lot of opportunities to connect with the community bring the community to our uh, to our space and just be be a community resource
2: we're talking with julia ritchie she is a senior programmer at heartland film for indie shorts heartland film festival and julia with the 95th academy awards tonight what is your favorite oscar memory from seeing all of the ones previously that we've been able to grow up with
3: Yeah, I mean I love watching the Oscars every year. There's there's, you know, anything can happen really Um, on those nights. I've been watching them since I was probably in middle school. But I think the first thing that comes to mind most recently that I think, you know, everybody was talking about was La La Land and Moonlight, that whole like best picture. Mishap um with the envelope i feel like that was just a yeah. collective moment of like what just happened like you know magic of live television situation but also another one too just a moment of joy and excitement was just that uh, when parasite won a couple of years ago oh, when yeah. parasite won best picture that was such a fun, incredible, unique movie. And it was like the first you know, the first time that a film won best International feature and Best Picture. And it was such a great movie, like everybody was talking about. It was so much fun to watch with other people. and it was just fun to see Parasite just have that momentum all the way through award season and culminating in their best picture win.
2: Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch Parasite it's, Now's a great time to do it with the Oscars coming up Julia, thanks for taking time out of your day to be here with us And I hope you enjoy the Oscars tonight
3: Thank you Yeah, Be sure to watch the Oscars and cheer for those, uh, those Indiana ties It's exciting here I think this is the most Indiana mm-hmm. ties we've I've seen in recent years
2: mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it And then get out to Indie Shorts and Heartland Film Festival To see all of the ones that are up and coming for next year's even Looking forward Julia, thank you for joining
3: us today yeah. Thanks,
2: Kylan. <laughs> yeah, of course. Again, that's Julia Ritchie. She's a senior programmer at Heartland Film. Thank you so much. And speaking of films and actors and local artists who are being supported. Katie. Katie
0: O'Brien from right here in Indianapolis, went to school here. She went to IU. Uh, She is an actress, a writer, and also a martial artist. And she went to Hollywood, and she is doing so well in Mandalorian, uh, season three, season two, and now Mm -hmm. season three streaming on Disney that just started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man and... um, you know, she's doing so well. She's been in Walking Dead, a young lady, and uh, we will have a conversation with her on how things are going out in Hollywood. And we'll mm-hmm. check in with her next Sunday about this time.
2: Mm-hmm. It's also, speaking of Heartland Film, they we talked about that new location that they're in. They're having a home sale tomorrow um, on Monday about 11 to 1
0: 11 to 1 11
2: to 1 p.m. at their new location and you can just go buy some different house supplies plates and cups and all
0: kinds a, of glassware a lot of different things. really cool stuff and some of that stuff you'll find for just a buck So it's kind of a a cool spot there over on Otis in Lawrence, Mm -hmm. uh, near Fort Mm Bend, is their new location. And that's where they've got their open house, kind of their sale. And all of those funds that you do
2: then purchase with that home sale will then go to them and... Uh, pretty much bringing up that new location so then it can continue supporting that area.
0: Yep, do it, do we it, We are going to move into our local trending stories before Fox News. Oh, wait, because coming up, guys, I know so many of us, we love Fort Myers, right? We go to Fort, this is spring break time, mm-hmm. incredibly busy out at the airport this weekend, and we are going to check in with Mayor Dan Allers. The mayor? The mayor. I have his phone number. You and the mayor? <laughs> Terry's been a party person over in Fort Myers. I have like an astronaut's phone number or something. He's a young guy.
1: He's not an old guy Young
0: guy and, uh, right, and fairly new at being the mayor down in Fort Myers. Well,
1: that means he's not been corrupted yet.
0: Not yet. In fact, I think he just took office in February. But I just want to check with them and see how things are going. I know Pat Sullivan is on his way down, and he's going to check on his property down there. But we've got a lot of Hoosier transplants down there. And also, this is a spot where we we go on spring break So for so many of us. So we're going to check in with Dan and see how things are progressing. That's my trending story, Kylan. Now it's yours.
2: Oh, I love that trending story. Just one quick one to mention before we go to break. The annual Indianapolis School Music Festival is taking place this Wednesday and Thursday at Arsenal Tech. That's going to be nearly three dozen instrumental and vocal ensembles performing in that event. And all of them are free to watch. So be sure to go and support those local students. 1031.
0: Top stories are coming up next. 93 WIBC. nice if we had a little warmer temperatures and some sunshine it's 10 37 good morning central indiana terry stacy along with denny paul smith good morning girl and kylan tally producing the show today hi all we do have a little snow on the ground today but not on the roadways and uh it's actually kind of pretty but let's go someplace a little warmer let's go down to one of my place my favorite places in all the land fort myers beach florida it is that time of year when we do normally make that trek to uh, Tiki on the beach down in Fort Myers. Unfortunately, it's gone. And we wanted to check in to see how things are progressing after the devastating hurricane that did so much destruction nearly six months ago. Joining us now is the mayor of Fort Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Allers is here. Dan, how are you? Or Mayor Allers, I should say. How are you?
4: I'm good, Terry. Thanks for having me. I'm supposed to tell you hello uh, our vice, vice mayor, Jim Adderholt is, is from your area, yeah. and he says you're a wonderful person. So he, oh, he asked my me to gosh.
0: You know, this is when I knew it. Thank you. Thank you so much. When I was getting ready to uh, talk to you, I, I told everybody here I, w- I was so excited that I had your cell phone number. It's like I'm talking to an astronaut or a big celebrity <laughs> because I yeah. just love Fort Myers Beach so much, and our hearts broke. Uh, so many of us here, you know, we've got a lot of Hoosiers down there in Fort Myers. How are things going?
4: Well, you know they're progressing. It's been five and a half months or so since that, you know, since since the storm hit. And uh, you know, if you had told me back then, you know, on the 28th and 29th, that we'd be as far along as we are, I would have probably told you you're crazy. But but it just shows you how resilient this community is, and and so much outreach from your area. You know, the Midwest is a big big supporter of this area for spring training, and and uh, I never thought we'd see the season we've we've had. Obviously, it's not the same season that we're used to, but. Just to see the amount of outcry and support we have received has is, is been pretty heartwarming.
0: If we would come to Fort Myers Beach right now, um, there are things that ha- that have opened, right? I think for a lot of us, we think it's just it's just been wiped out, and but there are things that survived. There are places that survived, and and restaurants that are reopening. So, right?
4: Yeah, actually, today this weekend is um, our would be our annual Shrimp Fest weekend, mm-hmm. which is our busiest weekend of the year. Um, obviously, you know the shrimping fleet took a very, very large, very large hit, and they're still putting the boats back in the water. But in order to keep it keep it going, there's kind of been yesterday and today there's a shrimp crawl going on, where all the restaurants that are open, I'm guessing we're right around a dozen or so now that are open, are offering some sorts of specials for shrimp to help raise money for the Lions Club and and and, and just keep that tradition alive. So the spirits, you know, I'd say were probably three of the main. Three of the main hotels have opened back up almost completely. Um, People are getting their houses back open. We're starting to see new houses coming out of the ground. So we're making good progress. Um, it, It makes me proud.
0: I'm sure it does. You know, uh, we've got um, one of the guys here that hosts, Pat Sullivan, has a condo there uh, along Estero Boulevard. And, you know, he's going down to take a look, I think, for the first time to actually see it for himself. You know, when, gosh, it's so hard to know, I'm sure, but is there a five-year plan or when do you think tourists will start coming back or can come back?
4: Well, they already are here. Um, You know, we still have traffic backing up, like I said, not nearly as bad as we would have this this time of year, but uh, there's people already coming. Uh, every restaurant that's open every day is, is packed. Um, people are still coming to sit on the beach. There's obviously still a lot of destruction. There's a ton of debris that still needs to be cleaned up. But every day you see something new. I say it all the time. You know, you, you drive down a sterile Boulevard and you see something new, and it's not because you're not paying attention. It's because the house that was in front of it is now gone, and you're seeing the next house that has been destroyed. So it's a uh, it's opened up a view corridor to the to the beach we probably haven't seen or since the forties or fifties would be my guess. Wow. Um, so you've got a whole different a whole different view but and things are a little bit different, you know, in, in true Fort Myers Beach fashion, everybody's kind of gotten, you know, thought outside the box or they're making handmade street signs because all the other street signs were destroyed. So they're making handmade painted street signs that are really fun and eclectic and and it just shows kind of the culture of Fort Myers Beach and, and who we are and where we're going.
1: You're very special, Mayor Allers. This is Denny Smith. One of the things that I'm touched by is that we think of Fort Myers as a vacation spot, but indeed it's a community in and of its own. And although your population swells, that that population really got hammered. And yet I see such resilience in them. How are they holding up?
4: Well, most are displaced. Some, you know, like like my wife and I were living in a camper in our front in our driveway as we you know try to rebuild like everyone else. Some people are. Had to go back home. Um, some people have had to sell. Um, you know, it's it's heartbreaking to see that we're losing residents that have been here for so long. But the situation, whether it be age or, or income or, or whatever it may be, it has chosen to move on. Um, we, we certainly hate that. There's nothing we could do about that, unfortunately. So, you know, we're working to try to get people back in their houses as fast as we can. Um, we're turning out permits. We're doing more in a month than we do in, normally in a year. So we're doing the best that we can. We can obviously still improve, and we will, um, to get people back. And, and next season will be even better than this season. So to put a time frame as to, uh, one, we'll be back to where we were on September 27th, I, I, it's very hard to do, but to see what Progress we've made in just the last five and a half months is very encouraging.
1: Mayor, where do you put all the, tra- you know, between the trees, you know, all the landscaping, yeah. and then the houses? Not to mention what's showing up on the beach right now from the red tide. Where do you put all this trash? Where do you have place to take it all? It's a good question. Where does it go?
4: Yes. Well, up until now, it was being stored on our our Bay Oaks campus. Um, it was completely wiped out. The fields were wiped out. The building remained, but. Um, Everything else was pretty much wiped out. The pools stayed, but that's a large area where they used for staging, as well as Key State Park down just off the south end of the island. Those were the two areas that they were staging closely so that these trucks could move as fast as they could. Um, By the end of the month, that site will be cleaned and remediated. The debris removal company has already pretty much removed, I think, all of it by now, and now they're just going through the cleaning up of the site. So that's where it was being staged, and then it was going on to another place in Lee County, and I, I believe to a third place before it finally made it to its final resting station. But there, there was probably realistically four to five story mounds of debris there wow. that went from Astero Boulevard all the way to the Back Bay. Um, it was it was I've never seen that much debris. And what you know, if you've ever driven by a a um, what do they call them? Another you know, big mound hills, the, the landfills. Just it, it looked like that on the ball fields for you know up until about a month ago.
1: Good heavens.
0: Oh my gosh, it's just so hard for us up here to, 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 to. Understand, you know what that devastation is like. But we sure watched and saw little, so many pictures for so long. And well, we didn't want anybody. We didn't want you to think that we weren't thinking about you. You know, because I know that's not front page news anymore. But for so many of us that love that area, you know, you, we still think about you, especially right now during spring break when all of us miss going back down there. But it sounds like you're still accepting tourists. They're still coming, and and maybe we should think about a plan on coming down there too. Um, Dan Allers yeah, is with we, us. Go ahead. I'm we're sorry. Going
4: to have it. No, we'd love to have you down. Just the the thing I've been asking anyone that, that does come down is, is please, you know, please be respectful staff and, and, and the state and the county and, and locals. And uh, we, we've all been working very hard to get the beach cleaned up to where it's safe for people to come back. We, you know, we would, we would recommend that you wear shoes because things do, you know, after the tide comes in and goes out, things do get pushed in. We get out there and cleaned up. But if you're bringing something to the beach, whether it be garbage, trash, whatever it is, just please take it with you. Um, a lot of people work a lot of countless hours to, to get it so that you could sit there and enjoy that nice breeze in the sun.
1: Mm,
0: yeah, absolutely. And for you, too, I didn't even think about you, the destruction that you went personal, the, distru- the destruction that happened in your own home.
4: Living out of a camper? Living
0: out of a camper. Oh, good For hair a hair. long while now, right?
4: Yeah, well, you know, we lost everything just like everyone else. Our, our house was fortunate enough to, to stay standing, but everything, obviously, on the inside was gone we lost our cars we lost our business we both lost our jobs so you know we've been we were able to get into a camper right away we rented a camper and then you know I'm not exactly a small human being so we, we I couldn't fit in the shower so I was using the you know the supplied trailers that uh, the state had brought out for us. so you know you'd get up in the morning and you go down and you take a shower and then I have this vision of you, <laughs>
1: Mayor. I have this vision of you getting all lathered up and your, and your wife hosing you off in the front <laughs> yes. yard, you know?
4: Well, you know, it, it was, it was difficult. You know, the first time I, the first day I went to step in the shower, which is probably, you know, I don't think I had a shower for 10, 11 days after the storm. Cause we stayed through the storm and, you know, just helping people and cleaning up and, and doing everything you can do to try to keep moving forward. You just, you by the end of the day, you're exhausted and you wouldn't have a place to shower. So, Oh, but man. when I was able, to, when I was able to climb into that, what I thought was going to be this, this safe haven shower, this campus, <laughs> I, I, I so the campus they call them coffin showers, door, sir. <laughs> yeah, the, the door, the door wouldn't shut. Like, I it. <laughs> so oh, it
1: was, oh good lord!
4: It was like, so, so we put up with that for as long as we could, and I, I finally told my wife, I'm, "I'm done with it. We're going to buy one." So we, we actually went out and bought a, a newer one. That I, the first, the first place I went into was the shower to make sure that I was going to be able to fit, and I said. <laughs> So so we're we're much more comfortable now than we were about a month ago.
1: Oh, blessings you know, to you, sir. But you
0: know what? To put it all in perspective, I'm sure some of the little things that have happened along the way that maybe years ago would have been so tragic are, you know, you kind of, it puts everything into perspective, right? I mean, what's important? What's of value? You both have your lives and, and uh, you know, so, yeah. yeah that's, you know,
4: most, my my wife and I both turned 50 this year. And, you know, last night we were sitting and, and talking about it. And it's like, you realize after this storm how much you really you really don't need or you really don't miss. Certainly, you miss a lot of things. And, you know, the stuff that my dad recently passed away, all the stuff that I got from him was, was gone. And, you know, her father's stuff and, and that kind of stuff. And you realize that everything you've accumulated over 50 years in our case fit into these tiny four little clear tubs that we were able to save wow. and, that, and that's true for everyone on the island you know everyone on the island lost something to a certain degree this this storm didn't care how big your checkbook was it didn't care who you were it 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 it, it, it ravished through and, and um, it, it, hit, it hit everyone equally
0: Bless your heart. Um, all right, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for, for telling all of uh, about sharing of, uh, all of this. You know, we we do think about you and prayers, uh, prayers. And I'm going to feel and,
1: guilty when I get in the shower in the morning. Yeah,
0: we'll be thinking about you when we take our showers.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. when you guys when you guys get down here, we'll, we'll make sure that we meet up and, and walk and show you around and then, and uh, and let you get a firsthand. If you haven't had a chance to see it, uh, it's still devastating, but. You know, I see it every day, all day. So it, it, I, I don't know if I've just become numb to it. But if you take a step back for a day and go off the bridge, over the bridge, and come back, you realize how far we've really come. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll keep that momentum going and look forward to seeing you guys when they come down. Absolutely, what Mayor Allers,
2: Before we let you go with spring break, either in progress or coming up for some students, do you have any spring break experience that stand out? Stands out with either tourists coming in or just one from your childhood that you could share with us before you head out.
0: Spring break.
4: Wow. Well, we never we we never really got to do spring break. You know, we came up as you know this. I grew up with with six other brothers, so you know we didn't we didn't really get a chance to go on vacation. So we were either there having to work or or do something else. So I don't really have a lot of personal. But just since <laughs> I've been down here on the island to see the difference in you know March is obviously a very busy month for us, and, and you see the people coming down and having a good time and. And the beach really gets younger, we'll say. Oh.
0: <laughs>
4: well said. Well said.
0: It is well said. Mayor Allers, thank you. We really appreciate it so much you taking time this morning to talk to us. And um, and we will, uh, we'll be in touch soon. We will. We'll come down there soon.
4: Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a great day.
0: You too. Thank you so much. It wow. is 1050. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Three degrees Well done done. A A little snow Just on the trees. My respect for you has gone up immaculately (laughs) (laughs) That was well done, Terry Hey, listen, you know what? It is time for food news, but my thanks to uh, Mayor Dan Allers from Fort Myers Beach, Florida Just a great conversation to hear how they're recovering And uh, I do want to go down there I do I thought it'd make me very sad, and it will. Oh, Kylan's holding up, too. Hey, do food news. First day food news. <laughs> Pie day is this week. Pie day? 14 yes. And
2: speaking of Pie Day, Pots and Pans Pie Company and Broad Ripple was named the best pie in Indiana by Yelp. Ooh, I congratulations not had to that. them. They have some sweet, savory, hot and cold pies. Like a chicken pot pie, pie. Mm-hmm. And yep. then like I a was Boston cream pie. pie. They key vary pie. each month. Key lime is good. With Pie Day, you get some deals like Papa Murphy's, Domino's. You can oh, look at those. Oh, Pizza Pies. Yeah. Pizza Pies, Pies, anything that's all circular the pies. pretty much. And then also, Love okay. Food, a little congratulations, Love Food has made a list of some best mom and pop restaurants serving comfort food across the country. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this varies from diner meatloaf. to Jamaican to barbecue. Oh, or Terry. Is that your
1: comfort food? Meatloaf? <laughs> Good Lord almighty. Okay,
2: well, not including, noodles. not including Terry. In Indiana, guess what type of food was chosen by Love Food oh, to be the comfort uh, food? M- m- beef Manhattan.
0: Really? Denny, better What's guess What's wrong with
1: her? I, I would have said something with gravy. Oh, but, fried
0: chicken and gravy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good fried one. Good chicken. job, Terry. Thank I like you. that one. Comfort well,
1: food and macaroni and cheese. You're
2: all wrong. Okay. <laughs> the one that this love food group has chosen to rep for the Hoosier State was Rocco's Restaurant in South Bend, and they were named the best place for comfort food, and they serve pizza.
1: Pizza's no. comfort food? That's not comfort food. That's cheating food.
0: Yeah. That's cheating food. That's not comfort <laughs> food. That's comfort food? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know what you're comfortable Is that is. a real Not story? The, yes. Where did you find this? Yes. Terry? It's
2: with Love Food. They are very, very critically acclaimed.
0: Boy, the you, knives are out she over here did, tonight. Didn't, the credentials she didn't are somehow there. slip in yeah. Indie 11 news. <laughs> Boys in Blue are coming up next. <laughs> is it time to break? Oh, we got to go. News is coming up next. We've got another hour to go. I think you should stay tuned. It's the first day, 93 WIBC.